Hello, and thank you for being here. I'm Manya Horner, and this is your Greatest Work Podcast, the show for course creators who want to become the recognized expert in their field. You'll find this podcast helpful if you know that your course or program is good, but you want to figure out how to fine tune it to be your greatest work. In every episode, I'm bringing you insider information and experiences from the best learning strategists, trainers, and designers in the world. With some tweaks and smart design and program delivery, you can have better completion rates, more referrals, and be proud of your business legacy. This episode with Dominic Sakat is going to be very intriguing, I believe. In fact, I had goosebumps at various points as he talked about his academy for young entrepreneurs between the age of 16 and 24. It is doing amazing things and we actually spent an hour after the episode talking about how we can roll this out to more kids across the country and the world. So tune in and find out. We spend a lot of time talking about mentorship and the value of that and how you can create mentorship opportunities within your learning programs. Keep listening for an incredible conversation. All right, we're live. Hi, Dominic. Hello, Maniac. How are you? I'm good. And we've been having a conversation already this morning about all things podcasting. And I feel like you're my biggest fan today. So thank you for being here and for recording this because I think the conversations that we have every week, I always think of them as mentorship ones, but I don't know. You've, you say that oh. you also learn from me, so... Absolutely. I think it's like a dual mem mentoring thing that we have every, you know, every week. And uh, let's try to do that show one okay. shot so people can actually grasp, you know, our the, the, the feeling of our conversation. Yeah. And but yes, I'm learning a lot. I, actually, we, we were both learning from each other. So I think we're learning a lot. And it's been really helpful having these weekly conversations, because as an entrepreneur as, you know, same with you, you've been an entrepreneur for what, a hundred years? No, 20, 30, <laughs> 20, 20, 15. How old are you? You've got four daughters. So they're getting grown up now. So they're a lot bigger than my kids. You've been there before me, which is also really helpful to be able to talk to somebody who's raised the kids and run the business. And I think a lot of us are in that same kind of situation. Yes. No, no, no. It's only 20 years now. And uh, yeah, four daughters. Yeah, that's another story <laughs> for another podcast. But I have two and the battles. Oh, my goodness. The battles are big some days. But we're not here to talk about kids, although no. our topic today is mentorship. And I think mm -hmm. obviously we do that a lot with our kids. So it's not totally unrelated. But the thing that kind of, in, you know, struck me is, wow, this guy, Dominic, is such a cool guy when I was first introduced to you is that you have the academy that you're running. And I think not only is this like something I wish I had when I was a teenager, but it's absolutely brilliant. So tell us what you're doing over there way across the country in Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> with my little French accent. Yeah. Tell us what uh, you're doing with the academy. 
basically it comes from it's it's a business academy for 16 to 25 years old uh, that didn't or doesn't fit really in the uh, schooling system or the current schooling system or traditional I, w- I should say and um, basically it's just to help them discover themselves through entrepreneurship it's Honestly, it's the coolest thing. I feel like we should have these academies everywhere. And one day we'll figure out how to make that happen because especially with the way the world is moving right now and the way that education is changing, not only for, you know, kids in school, but also for adults in corporate learning and also in this whole world of course creators that, are, that is just booming right now. And this podcast is really for learning professionals of all types. So I think it's just amazing to have this school where you're teaching people about entrepreneurship at a young age. It's just brilliant. Yes. And and that's actually our goal to put that academy. So right now we are in Quebec. Yes, right now it's in French, but the main goal is actually to go and implement that academy everywhere in the world. And, uh, and and basically, it comes from a group of kids that I've met 15 years ago. And um, they were like kids in Montreal now. So, you know, probably not the best place in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were there, secondary four, uh, probably all at 17 of age. And basically, I was there to talk about entrepreneurship Hmm. and, you know, school and stay in school and perseverance and all that good stuff. And to make a long story short, in the middle of that um, class or presentation or conference, whatever, there's a girl that actually stand up in the class and said, hey, okay, we had all those beautiful questions. Now, do you have any question for us? Hmm. And I was like... Oh my God. Yes. And it was funny because there was three teachers in the, in the room. There's a, was only 20 kids there just in case of something going, you know, goes wrong. So you can imagine <laughs> yeah, the yeah. I, atmosphere I get the that vibe. we had yeah. there. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so basically I said, yes, I only have one. Why are you here? Yeah. Good Why question. are yeah. you getting up every morning to go to school when you are in that type of environment. Mm-hmm. And so I said, please tell me what's your passion. And I know that sounds very cliche, but I wanted to know what was burning inside of them and each of them. And basically they gave me every single uh, student that were in the class gave me what they really, really, you know, uh, were passionate about. Yeah. And you should have seen their eyes. Just me asking them, what do you like and or what do you love in life, mm-hmm. in your life, or what do you want to do? It was completely a life-changing moment for me. And oh. I always say there's a before and after that group in my life. And basically what I did is for each student, I gave them two businesses that they could start the next morning with their passion. Really? And not wow. Only just, so cool. Oh, you should probably do that. It was like, you should probably, here's your two businesses that you can start tomorrow. And here's the, the, you know, the contacts that you should actually call and the websites that you should go on. And at the end, it was com- like in the movie. 
I had mm-hmm. eight students that actually came uh, to my car in the parking lot just to continue the discussion with me. And, wow. and I was completely blown away by t- just the, 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 everything that was actually burning inside of them. And nobody really cared about those kids. So at that time, I had the idea that, you know what, I should do something in my life that to bring that entrepreneurship side to those kids that probably in school, they were told that they would do nothing with their life. They are nothing, yeah. uh, basically. And probably, you know, at, at home, they probably have problems by their, their homes there. So, and then 15 years later, I've started the academy wow. uh, here. And that's exactly what we're doing. Wow. Helping kids discover themselves and, you know, have that faith that they they are good and they, they they can actually do something good for for them but also have that positive impact that all kids want to have yeah in, in our society so wow that's, that's so amazing i'm honestly it gives me goosebumps i think just the concept is incredible and the fact that you're doing it and there's students that are in the program right now and so how heavily is this idea of mentorship contributing to the program overall what what kind of setup did you do to add mentorship into the programs in a formal way and maybe informally too maybe you can talk about you know how it's been actually structured and then what you're seeing is happening with the community yes and and i think we should start with differentiate Differenti- differentiated? Differentiate. Uh, Dif- Thank differentiate. you very much. Yeah. So as you can hear, Mania is my <laughs> English teacher also. So so basically, uh, we need to make the difference between two different type of mentorship. There's the one that actually is pretty popular on the English side and even in the U.S. and pretty much around the world where it's more about transferring your knowledge and even your contacts to a, a new entrepreneurs. Yes. So basically, you, you'll be there and said, you know what, I've done that before, and you should probably try this, and you should probably contact this one, and so on and so forth. So that's the first type of mentorship. The other one is more, it's basically like coaching, the mm-hmm. real coaching, I, I mean, where you ask a question, and you make sure that the answer that the other one are is looking uh, for comes from them, yes, or from him or her. So it's it's more about how can you actually mirror. It's like being a mirror for the entrepreneur. So he's asking all kinds of questions, and you just answer by questions, mm-hmm. so they can actually reflect on on the answer they are looking for. So the answer comes from them. So basically what it does is they gain immensely in, in confidence mm-hmm. in themselves because all the decisions that they will take comes from them and not from another, you know, a guru or whatever. Mm-hmm. And also when, they, when they'll face that same kind of situation in, in the future, they'll know exactly the decision process and the reflection process they have to go through to actually find their own answer. So it's really that mentorship is the one that I'm really sold about. Yeah. And okay. So it's, it's something where, you know, I've been 
mentored for 15 years, even today mm-hmm. for the Academy, I have my own mentor uh, so I can talk to him and he can actually do the same process as I just explained. Uh, so I can manage and grow that Academy um, much better than if, if I was completely alone. Right. Because the, the problem with the other one, the other type is if I ask you a question and then you say, oh, you should do that. And I'm like, you know what? Manya knows exactly what she's talking about. She's the guru in that field. So I'll do it. But what then I try it and it doesn't work. Yes, because then now you know, what? <laughs> I'm different from you mm-hmm. and my business is different from yours. Uh, you know, everything is different from what you actually um, explored or actually did before on your side. Mm-hmm. So probably for you, your ideas, that was the best idea in, in, you know, in your life. But for me, it won't probably work. Yeah. And then the next meeting, you would ask me, so dumb, did you try it? Yes, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So you see that little clash or that little, well, okay, so I don't have the confidence. I know that you'll probably judge me because I wasn't able to implement your idea. Yeah. And on your side, you would probably be, ah, oh, he's probably no good. Mm-hmm. Or he doesn't know how to do it. I'll do it for him. So, so you don't have that relationship where you have a hundred percent confidence in the person in front of you. And also you don't have that non-judgmental relationship where, you know, you can talk about everything, anything, and the person in front of you is not there to judge you Mm -hmm. or to tell you what to do or so on and so forth. So that's why I, 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 I'm completely sold on the other side. I mean, honestly, it's not one or the other. I think it should be. I think there's room one for and both. the other. Yeah, there's exactly. room for both. Exactly, because you need to to grow your network. So to be with someone that was there, you know, for 20 years, he has all the contacts. He has yeah. all the, the the you know the little keys that will yeah unlock the doors, so to speak. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I'm trying to do with the kids here. Yeah. So how are you actually um, creating these mentorship opportunities within the academy or as part of the program? Do you have formal partnerships that you set kids up with their mentors or can you describe it? Because I actually, I don't know that. We haven't actually talked about that yet. Yes. Basically what we do is the kids are coming here completely free. Okay. So that's the big, big thing. So it's completely free. The only thing it's they have to really, we have like an engagement. I don't know if it's the right word because engagement, it's more like uh, probably wife and. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have so, a, like, um, keep talking. We know what you mean. So there's, there's a contract. There's let's, an agreement. Let's talk yeah. about, yeah, there's yeah. A, exactly agreement where they actually have to do seven hours of free work per week, uh, but not per week, sorry, per month. Okay. So they have to choose their cause that they will help for seven hours Per month, because for me in my life in the last twenty years, mm-hmm. the best way to develop your network yeah. and to actually connect really with people is by free. How you call that? Free volunteer. Work? Yeah, volunteering. Volunteering. Totally. So, <clears throat> so that's why 
I've decided, you know, in last September that it's going to be completely free because at the beginning we were charging 750 bucks okay. per students. And then one morning, and even it was funny because even the, uh, the, the, the door were open for them to go and register. Mm-hmm. Um, one morning I woke up and I just remembered those kids 15 years ago. And I asked myself, which one would be able to pay 750 bucks? I know, because that can be a huge barrier. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a three huge groceries. Barrier. Yeah, or like yeah, yeah. that's a whole month worth of rent. That's, that's, that's a whole car for a kid at yeah. that age. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically I said, no, 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 no. I called my board of directors and I have said, you know what? It's going to be free. Let's find a way yeah. to, to just have them. So basically, uh, yeah. So they, they have to do like seven hours of volunteering uh, each month. And on the other side, companies are becoming partners with the Academy mm-hmm. where they pay X amount. And yes, they have, you know, the whole thing where visibility and so on and so forth. But at the same time, they give a challenge that they are living inside of their company. And so let's say they, they want to launch a new product okay. and they want to target, I don't know, uh, people over 50 years old or whatever. So okay. we take that challenge they have. So it's a real challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go and we, we, we talk about that theory that goes around that challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes. So kids are learning with real stuff, with real cases. And on the other side is the kids needs to go and give their solution to the business owner. Ah, so they have to present. They have to present, yeah. not write, mm-hmm. you know, a 30-page yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. It's just Zoom yep. or in person. And they said, you know what? We, I thought about it and here's my solution. And we're not there to judge, is it good, bad or whatever? Because the best inventions were completely crazy ideas at the beginning. Yeah, fair enough. So for them, for the companies or the partner, uh, actually, they'll probably end up with 15 different solutions coming from 15 very creative kids. Cool. And they'll probably pick one or two or combine three of those solutions and have the best solutions in life. So wow. basically, the companies are creating relation with the kids, mm-hmm. future, you know, entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So and, yeah. you know, employees, yeah. internally, uh, so they can become probably the best employees that those partners can have. And on the flip side, uh, the, um, the kids are also, you know, working on their creativity and working on, so it's, it's really how we work. And basically okay. uh, it's more like, what's your solution? What are you seeing? So it's really to build their own confidence mm-hmm. in their solutions. So after the th- third or fourth solution that they give, I mean, they're now on the roll and they're just like, wow, let's, let's do something for my business now. Yeah. Very cool. So it's, so do you have, um, staff or faculty or anybody that you set these students up with that they get to talk with or have that coaching or have those mentorship opportunities within the program? Yes. Yes. Basically what we have for the next uh, court that start in April is 
we have the entrepreneur coach. So they are business owners or expert in their field. And they come here and they talk about their field of expertise with the kids. Okay. And uh, also we have even the, the some of the uh, members of the board that are actually coming in and they just talk about their their business or their uh, field of expertise. And one of them is she's a banker. Mm-hmm. So she's actually giving them all the the tips and tricks to actually sit down with a banker mm. and pitch your story. And what we will do is for every kids that will have a, you know, their plan or their business ideas on paper, they will actually go to that bank and sit in front of the banker or a team of banker. Actually, mm-hmm. there are probably two or three and they will pitch their company. And it will be a practice. Mm-hmm. So then after that, those bankers will actually give them the feedback. The feedback. On, you know, oh, you wow. probably, you know, okay. Can I, um, your- can I just like get some makeup and rewind 10 years and then <laughs> join the school? I'll, I'll, you know, stumble along in French, but like, no, seriously, it sounds incredible. Launch the English version pretty soon. If it's not, you know, 2021, it will be 2022 for sure. Um, because mm-hmm. I, you know, I think it's just a new probably ideas. And I'm probably sure that it exists somewhere that I just don't know about it. But you have that opportunity uh, for people to to have those, to have access to all that knowledge and all that, you know, network completely free. And on the, the other side is, let's say if we have like 20 students that gives seven hours of their time every month. That's 140, yeah. uh, 140 hours of free work that we are generating for the community. So I, I think there's something there oh, yeah, that, it's totally you know, valuable. The, the community is involved in the academy. The kids is involved in the community, the business, uh, you know, are involved with the kids and so on. So it's, I don't know, it's going full circle and. You're creating a whole network. Yeah. Full yeah. circle. I think volunteering is another really interesting concept for young entrepreneurs. And I know it doesn't necessarily have to do directly with learning, but I think I've learned more volunteering, Absolutely. Um, you know, than I have working. Even a few years ago, I was a marketing director for my orchestra and it was, I took on the whole job of rebranding. Well, I'm not a brand strategist or like a, you know, a logo branding person, brand identity person, but just having to go through that motion of trying to get all of these people from different ages to agree on new branding and introduce that to the whole organization. I mean, it was a ton of work, way too much (laughs) for volunteer, but at the same time, it, it was great because I knew that I could bring a lot of value, even though I wasn't a brand strategist. I mean, I knew enough to support. And, no, um, I, I think so. It made a huge impact. So I think it's great to volunteer. You learn a lot. The pressure can be a little bit less too, right? Than a paid, paid job for kids. For sure. And, and just to have at that age, that feeling of giving that brings you way more for you at the end of the day that, you know, the amount of what you give 
what you receive in return is so much bigger. I mean, just to realize that when you're yeah. young, I mean, that's, that's amazing. I'm doing for myself and I'm not saying that just to brag myself or whatever. It's just because people are asking me, are you doing any volunteering right now? Because, you know, you're asking them seven hours oh, yeah. a, a month Fair enough. and I'm doing over 10 hours a week. Uh, so I'm, I'm on. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're volunteering for the Academy probably yes, too. Do. <laughs> no, for sure. The, the first year I didn't get any <laughs> paycheck for, from the, the Academy, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm on the board of the school here, the, the primary school uh, I'm doing actually, even for the Quebec uh, I would call that the Quebec Entrepreneurship Foundation. I'm a, I'm a mentor there, and I'm okay. also on the team of ah. the the training team for mentors uh, around the uh, the province here, and uh, so I'm doing that also. Okay. So I have two mentory that I'm doing it for completely free, and also I'm the uh, president mm-hmm. of the board for our, uh, I would call that a salle de spectacle. Uh, a place oh. where we, you know, you have shows uh, and artists and. Okay. Like a gallery. Um, I don't know. I think I know what you're trying to say, but I can't. Theater? The exact Is word. that the right Sorry. word? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah sure, so where yeah, you can theater, actually yeah. come and play your volume yeah. and then people. I don't think any of us remember what that is. <laughs> We've been 10 months in our house. Yeah. <laughs> Do theaters still exist? Um, okay, yes. so for our listeners or for yes. the listeners of this podcast, they are going to be interested probably in creating some sort of a mentorship opportunity within Absolutely. their learning programs because obviously it has huge, huge value. So if somebody was to actually go about creating this, what would you say? Like, how do you create um, a great pairing? for people to be mentors? Do you find that people have to try out different dynamics or do you suggest they go find their own mentor or, or if, you know, how, how might you build this into a learning yeah, program for adults? If you have like a big company and you have different departments and so on and so forth, I would, what I would do is yes, you have like, let's say your marketing department and then you should have a mentor coming from another department. Because what you want is mm-hmm. that new employee that comes in and now they, you know, he has like all the trainings and everything. So you're pushing your information uh, to that new employee. He has to be able to just talk about it to someone that is not involved in that training. So, so for Fair sure, enough. you have to train your mentor how to be a mentor. He's there to listen. He's there to, you know, just mm-hmm. make sure that that guy or that girl, you know, is she's comfortable with the training. If there's any problem, he has that confidentiality agreement between them where they won't yeah. talk about it. And it's just, just so they can ventilate, you know, yeah, it's like a safe place to just digest and ask those questions that you might not be feeling comfortable exactly. asking your boss. And the or, other thing is <laughs> your mentor, yeah. without even trying to, will transfer the culture, will transfer the vibe of the company. And what it's going to do mm-hmm. is actually mm-hmm. make also great connection between your departments. Because I've worked internally at companies, huge companies, and that 
lack of communication mm-hmm. and lack of connection between, you know, departments kills the company. I mean, it's, it's. Yeah. It, you know, the term in exactly. English is it becomes so exactly. siloed. Like you get these narrow departments focused on their thing and there's not a lot of, um, you know, camaraderie across. I remember that, you know, working in a big bank, and- it's the same thing. So, and the beauty of that is even the mentor that is in the HR department that is mentoring the guy or the new person in the marketing department will actually now learn about that department too, because the mentoree mm-hmm. will actually talk about mm-hmm. that training that he's following. So, so you have, again, that full circle where the other ones are learning about your department and you're the, the, the new person actually learn about another department too, will now know someone in another department will feel comfortable talking to mm-hmm. someone outside of his or her department. So it's, it's such a huge win. And I would say that I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm pretty sure if you look at the productivity of that new employee and the engagement that he has, uh, for your company, I'm sure it doubles right there. Oh, oh, for sure. It would have a huge impact and we'd have to look into what, mm-hmm. you know, if anybody's done the numbers on that. Um, you, do you have any tips for attracting people to be mentors? Because obviously it takes time out of someone's day and you've, you've recently done a podcast series where you were looking for people who wanted to yes. be mentors or talk about it, right? Okay. So what tips do you have for attracting, you know, how do you kind of sell this (laughs) to people so that they're like, yes, pick me, pick me. I want to give an hour of my time. The the problem is not to find the person, the, 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 the challenge. It's not a problem. The challenge is more to have that person to really adopt the mentor ship position that you want. You know, he's not there to give Mm. them, you know, advice and tell them how to do something because he's done it so much time and, you know, so many times in his life. It's more about because everybody, everybody wants to talk about their story. So to find the mentor is not the problem. Everybody wants to, you know, because at the end or if you're doing it for 20 years, what you want to do is just give back. And you want to talk about your business. Yeah. And it, it can also be yeah, a bit yes. of an ego boost, you know, a little bit of a like, oh yeah, yeah, I've, I've done this. I know what to say. Okay. So you're saying the challenge is to try to get people to actually take on that role of listening and asking questions rather exactly. than dishing what out their advice. What we do here at the uh, foundation is we have like four different trainings just on that, how to become, how to switch from solution driven entrepreneur to listening mentor, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Curious mentor. Yeah. That sounds like a really useful um, training. Did you develop that internally? And the other thing is Mm -hmm. that's the reason why I wouldn't match two person in the same department, because if you take someone that is in the marketing field for 15 years and then you give them like a new guy that wants to learn or has, you know, challenges with marketing, for sure, you know, he's going to give advices and he's, he, so 
That's oh, why yeah, I'm yeah. always trying to, if someone approached me to be, hey, can you be my mentor? Okay, yeah, why? Oh, because I saw that you're pretty good with marketing and you're pretty good with this and that. Okay, so that's what you need right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I won't do it. So it's, that's, that's the real challenge. The, 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 re, the whole thing is right there. To, to have someone that is completely out of your field, that's going to be, the, you know, he knows mm-hmm. the business. He knows, you know, the game. But you don't want any advice. I had five different mentors in my life, you know, during for the last 15 years. And I had some that gave me, you know, advices, great advices. But the mentor mentorship relation was very poor. And even after six months, you know, we just decided that, yeah, "Yeah, that's okay. But no, but the real one. Even when I was asking them, man, how did you do it, you know, when you had to go through that whole thing? And the answer was, why do you want to know? What would it give you to know that? Uh-huh. And that was the best answer that I've had because, okay, I can talk about it for, for half an hour, but you won't get anything out of this and, you know, but you will compare yourself to me, to my story. And it's my yeah. story, myself with my business, with my employees, my clients, my f- providers, you know, it's my life. You have yours. And that's the other problem. Yeah. Comparing yourself Actually, just, with others. You know, it's such a cliche right now. Not a yeah. cliche. It's something, it's a reality where it's a reality. we <laughs> always compare ourselves with someone. So imagine comparing someone yourself mm-hmm. with someone that has 20 years of experience and you're like, Jeez, man, I'm dumb. How come I didn't think about that? I know I do the same. And actually having, I had a conversation with my dad, I think it was two weeks ago and he runs a business, you know, he's contractor, carpenter, a consultant for restoration and that sort of a thing. So he knows nothing about my business. You know, he doesn't, it's, this isn't his world, but the questions he was able to ask were so helpful. And he also said something really pertinent, which is what you were just talking about. And he said, I think you need to stop seeing what other people are doing, you know, because it's actually, that can really kill your own creativity. Um, I see that. And it can kind of dampen your own instinct your own entrepreneurial instinct for what makes you unique and authentic. So consuming too much of other people's um, stages or their steps along the way can be actually pretty damaging. Because you'll always want to copy something that works for someone else instead of probably inventing the next big thing. Yeah. Just making your new thing and making it work for you. So that's a whole nother topic, but I think that's such an, uh, such a good topic as well. Um, is there anything you want to kind of, I don't know, chat about to finish off with any other thoughts or uh, advice? Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking I of think advice. that everybody should at least for their, you know, even if you have like 20 years of experience, like I have right now and I have my mentor. So everybody at any stage of their entrepreneurship career should have a mentor because it's, it's, it's a place in time mm-hmm. where everything stops. 
And the analogy that I'm always using with my mentor or when I talk about mentorship is, you know, your head is like a box full of puzzle pieces. What you need to make that beautiful puzzle is to actually take all those pieces and put it, put them on the table. And that's exactly what mentorship allows you. It's just to put all the pieces on the table and then you can have a global view of all those pieces and then you can start building your puzzle and it will look perfect. So you're going to, you know, stop losing time going right, left, center. You're going to be actually able to just Mm -hmm. put yourself completely, uh, (laughs) I love to say, in the helicopter to actually see down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like exactly. A, a bird's eye view. And, and then you'll make you'll be so much more comfortable with your decision and you'll gain so much in confidence that's an it's a no-brainer. For me, mentorship completely changed my life. And I would say it's a complete no-brainer. So that's why I, you know, I love talking about it and I'm always in for yeah. <laughs> for for any platform to talk about it, but it's something yeah. that. Well, and I think this is so important for people to consider when they're in the position of creating learning for other people, because to make learning feel really relevant for people to get that accountability, yeah. to make it stick, um, you need to be able to experience it more than just knowledge coming your way or even practicing. So I think the mentorship really helps a lot with that mindset and changing behavior, which is a very hard thing to do when you're creating a learning program is to get that mindset changed for people or to help kind of create the mindset that can overcome some of those challenges. So it sounds like mentorship is a really great way of building that into your learning so that people have an opportunity to sort of figure it out for themselves and sort out the answers using that mentor. And uh, I think my big takeaway was just recognizing that the biggest challenge is to find somebody who's able to ask questions and listen rather than dump their information. So it, it, it tells me that it's valuable to have um, that training, so to speak for the mentors, just to set expectations and, make it clear what their role is and what their You're role is. You're totally isn't. right. <laughs> and it's so that's my it, big takeaway. What it will do also to your training teams is it's it's gonna bring them back to the same level as the new employee or the trainee because you'll have some feedback from that trainee. So it's not always pushing information down the throat of that new employee or you know the one that you're trying to train. Mm-hmm. It's actually gives them the opportunity to give you feedbacks. And so you can actually improve your training and make sure that it's, you know, it's aligned with your objective, with your goals, with your, that training, which is probably, you know, have a better productivity from them or whatever, but it's, it's so important because, and, and you're in a better position than I am to, to, to know that, but there's so much training out there where it's just videos or they have that rigid structure that mm-hmm. the trainers just learn how to pitch that and that's it. So they don't improve it. It's not flexible. It's not adapt to the person in front of you. So 
That's right. And I think there's such an emphasis right now in the online training world of scalability. You know, the emphasis is on how can you make everything evergreen and just running in the background without you. So I think, you know, you could think creatively about how to make mentorship something that, you know, can operate alongside those programs, but it's a, it's a pretty key component that shouldn't be left out. So I just think this has been a really valuable show. Um, episode i love chatting with you and i think we should record our conversations more often <laughs> that would be awesome and i hope my <laughs> just so that i can listen back on them <laughs> i hope my english so wasn't much. that bad if it was the case then you know you know now oh, my, my the name of my english teacher so you can call her and <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly do not even let that hold you back because the stuff that you have to share it it comes across no matter what if there's a cool. little word hiccup it just makes it more creative well, thank anyway you very so much. i was gonna swear but then i have to hit <laughs> the explicit button when i post this podcast which i probably shouldn't uh, have to do <laughs> oh okay well thanks dominic and um We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for sharing everything, all your wisdom. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. Please leave us a review or a rating wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Anything that we've mentioned today is available in the show notes, and we are really excited to be bringing you more content week after week.